Welcome to On Investors' Minds. I'm Tai Hui, the Chief Market Strategist for Asia-Pacific at JP Morgan Asset Management. Thank you for giving us a few minutes of your time to learn about what's on the investors' minds and how that fits in with your portfolio construction and asset allocation. Now, in this episode, I'd like to discuss the key points from our fourth quarter 2023 Guide to the Markets Asia, especially after the spike in yields in the past few weeks on the back of a hawkish Federal Reserve. As always, we will have the investment implications and our three key takeaways at the end of this podcast. Now, a hawkish Federal Reserve came back as the focus to haunt the markets. The ongoing strength of the U.S. economy and the higher for longer stance by the Fed has lifted U.S. government bond yields to a cyclical high, with equities and risk assets reacted negatively. The cutback in oil supplied by OPEC and Russia and the latest round of geopolitical conflict in the Middle East added to this inflation concern, even though we would argue that developed market central banks generally see higher energy prices to be a threat on growth. While investors may not want to fight the Fed ahead of the November 1st and 2nd FOMC meeting, it is worth taking a more critical view whether the Fed is raising the risk of another policy error by committing to higher rates for an extended period of time. Indeed, most macroeconomic indicators are reflecting strength in the US economy. Households and corporate locking in low rates before the hiking cycle is helping to delay the effect of higher rates on the economy. A strong job market and ability to borrow are helping to fuel consumption. Government spending programs such as the Chips and Science Act and Inflation Reduction Act are supporting corporate investment despite the surge in borrowing costs. This helps to justify the Fed's hawkish position and their focus on inflation. However, the central bank may need to be more flexible with incoming economic risks. The surge in bond yields has pushed mortgage rates to its highest level since 2000. Housing shortages may help to support prices, but construction and transactions could continue to decelerate. Higher rates could also put renewed pressure on small and medium-sized banks' balance sheets. There are also risk events to consider. The US government narrowly avoided a shutdown with an 11th hour deal but it's only until mid-November. The autos workers' strike is only a glimpse of industrial actions across the US where workers are demanding higher pay. In the Fed's eyes, this could fuel wage inflation, but for consumers and businesses, this could undermine confidence. In China, the housing market and its impact on the broader economy are still the key. We have seen some policy stimulus to encourage home buying, including lower mortgage rates and easing buying restrictions. However, a sustained improvement will require more upbeat sentiment on real estate prices going forward. The recent Golden Week National Day holiday shows that consumers can spend on holidays and dining out, but they're still not confident enough yet to get back into the property market. Meanwhile, there are sectors in China that are sometimes overlooked, such as the automobile sector, both domestic consumption and exports, renewable energy, as well as advanced manufacturing. Overall, we do expect bond yields to peak, and this calls for an asset allocation more focused on long-duration assets, as well as locking in high rates while we can. Now, this could be long-term government bonds and investment-grade corporate debt, as well as growth and technology stocks, whose valuation re-rating could be more significant in a falling yield environment. Asian high-dividend stocks could also once again attract investor attention, with cash rates starting to fall. 
For global corporate high-yield bonds, high-yield maturity is indeed attractive, and this has been a driver of decent performance year-to-date. However, weaker growth and concerns over rising default could prompt some price volatility. So three key takeaways. Number one, the Fed could stay in this high-for-longer mode for a bit longer. However, we are concerned that this could be raising the risk of a hard economic slowdown without the appropriate flexibility to deal with shocks. This could come from politics and its impact on fiscal policy, the regional banks, or weakening of consumer and business sentiment. Beyond the U.S., there are a few clear bright spots of growth. Europe and other developed markets are reacting to higher rates and slowing down, and meanwhile, China is only recovering very gradually. While investors may not want to fight the Fed by staying short duration in the very near term, confirmation that the rate cycle is over or weakened economic data should benefit long-duration assets. This includes long-term government bonds and investment-grade corporate debt, as well as growth stocks including technology. This would also be an environment where cash would underperform a stock bond portfolio. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share this with your friends or colleagues and also consider subscribing so you get the latest episode when we release them. If there are topics that you would like to hear from us, please reach out to your JP Morgan Asset Management representative. This content is intended for information only, based on assumptions in current market conditions and are subject to change. No warranty of accuracy is given. This content does not contain sufficient information to support investment decisions. It is not to be construed as research, legal, regulatory, tax, accounting, or investment advice. Investments involve risks. Investors should seek professional advice or make an independent evaluation before investing. The value of investments and the income from them may fluctuate, including loss of capital. Past performance and yield are not indicative of current or future results. Forecasts and estimates may or may not come to pass. JP Morgan Asset Management is the asset management business of JP Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide.